to the podcast. A little shorter today because we are trying to just get jazzed for Easter. Mm-hmm. And so the thought I've had in mind is it's really easy for Easter to come and go without it having like weight. Mm-hmm. And the weight could be like, oof, I'm going to think about that weight. But yeah. sometimes it's the weight of like, oh yeah, it's powerful. It's full of energy. It's full of momentum and full of like traditions and things you do and things mm-hmm. you think about and like, um, oh yeah, I, I always read that Psalm every Easter or I always, you know, we do a fun thing every yeah. Easter, you know, all mm-hmm. sorts of things. So I have grabbed an awesome family. Actually, I've grabbed mom and dad, the yeah. boys that sat in the corner. Uh, <laughs> so I've got Zilesia and Ebenezer with me. And so we should get to know you guys a little bit yeah. because first time on the podcast, yeah. everyone's heard you sing. Yeah. So Zilesia is yes. a familiar voice. Yes. Um, distinctive. We can always hear. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. tell us a little bit about you. Yeah. Tell us... Uh, like where you come from, yeah. what you do, wow. and I'll ask you like a silly question as well. Sounds fun. Well, thank you for inviting us. This is pretty yeah. awesome. I am Zylesia Finn Akins. I am the wife of Ebenezer and mother of Zion and Ebenezer Jr. Um, and Alicia. And uh, we are family. We moved out in 2019 from Georgia. We I did. didn't realize you moved then. I thought yep. you'd been here longer. Nope. Wow. Just before the pandemic. The oh, Lord man, must you have moved had a at purpose. a good time. Like, welcome to life in a new city. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. We should do another podcast about what that was like. Oh, we can talk about it. There's so many people processing <laughs> those moves. Wow. We can talk about it. But I um, love the Lord. I was shepherded by my pastor father. And my mother, uh, who are in ministry in Chattanooga, Tennessee, which is my birthplace. Okay. And every day I am uh, working for Hillsborough School District as the Universal Supports TOSA. So I work out of our district office and I support professional development uh, throughout the district in the areas of social emotional learning and restorative practices. I do a lot of work in equity, access, inclusion, equity um, yeah, a lot of equity work, inclusive work, diversity work. Um, and from time to time, I'm, I, I serve as an adjunct professor for George Fox okay. University. And so pretty busy and that musician. That sounds like that's keeping you well yeah. out of trouble. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. a few big things a to be involved with. Things, that's amazing. A few big things. Just released a few songs on YouTube. Oh, as well. Some songs that we wrote during pandemic and just some songs that reflect the space that I was walking through That's in life awesome. at that time. I didn't and know you wrote songs as yeah. well. Hey, I'm finding keys. out all this. See, I didn't <laughs> yeah. know who I was inviting on the podcast. <laughs> I just chat to you guys on Sundays a little bit. This is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so this is the first of a podcast series that we're probably going to do with Zylesia and Ebenezer. <laughs> Sounds like there's loads to talk about. <laughs> what, what about you? Oh, Tell gosh. us a bit about you. So, oh. Ebenezer Finnekins will be my name. I um originally from um, Ghana in West Africa. Um and um often that people ask, so how do you meet your wife from Chattanooga? <laughs> like you said, maybe a series. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like an interesting uh, story, yeah. Yes. So I um I was trained as an engineer, um, and then Moved into finance and data, so I'm currently working as a data scientist. Yeah, um, here in, at, you know, Intel. Um, 
and um, I'll be the father of the <laughs> the boys and and then Alicia. Uh, yeah. So that's that's awesome. pretty much. I mean, when, I don't. When, how old were you when you moved from Ghana? Oh gosh, first moved here right after. No, I was still in college when I first mm. moved so here. So pretty late. Mm. So you um, carry a lot of Ghana culture with you. So it's not like you moved when you were two years old. Like you've you've inhabited that culture a lot. That's amazing. Yes. Um. Actually, you know, first visited um the states in two thousand and seventeen. Okay. Um. And then went back to Ghana. Uh, finished college. So actually, did finish. Okay. My undergrad in Ghana and then came here to do my masters. Okay. Right. Okay. And and you know further my education here. Yeah. Oh, that's yes. awesome. That's really cool for this cuz I knew you had the Georgia background cuz I yes. think you mentioned that before. Yes. But yes. I didn't realize there was as big of a Ghana connection. So the oh, whole yeah. yeah, I'm excited to hear what Easter's like in Ghana now as well. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's amazing. So um, let me ask you uh, the weird question. If okay. you if you guys as a family could go on like a crazy, silly trip to do something wild, what would it be? Well, we had one last year. <laughs> <laughs> do you want me to pull one that we recently yeah. took? So we, so we, yeah, we hopped over to Paris and then we decided to go see family in, oh, well, we went to Paris we went to Amsterdam. We didn't go to the red light district. Okay. <laughs> and then we hopped up to Vienna to visit oh, family. Beautiful. Yeah, Vienna was absolutely phenomenal. And and so our son, EJ, who has just declared his new nickname of Ebby, but it was really pretty awesome. The whole trip was incredible. But at that time, he was really, really into basketball. So he was picking okay. up games just in this very relational intuitive way at, at a couple of different basketball courts along the way just hopping into games which is pretty cool with That's adults cool. and yeah it yeah. really felt like home and to watch our kids navigate the world yeah. just with this wonderful sense of yeah my creator created this space for me and i'm going to inhabit it and take it all in it was pretty yeah. awesome That's I, really yeah, fun. adventure yeah. yeah i mean we are pretty Spontaneous when it comes to traveling. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we were just uh, talking about this, weren't we? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, um, and you know, we backpack and, yeah. and just yeah. go places. That's and, so cool. You know, sometimes uh, we've been at a place and checked in the hotel and realized that we forgot our bag. <laughs> Back this, at home. Like, this we is what to. we were just talking about. Because I yeah. feel like Anna and I are the opposite. Like, we got a plan for two months if we're going to do something. <laughs> no. And, and I was like, man, the spontaneous way just looks like it's so much easier. Yeah, like, I mean, it's so funny. I should try it. <laughs> Sometimes part of the fun is going into the local pharmacy and what's the what's the local toothpaste like, right? <laughs> yeah. What is the local this oh, man, or when that? When we moved like, to America yeah. and yes. it wasn't all mint toothpaste, Come on, we were like, what on earth is this cinnamon yeah. toothpaste? Yeah. <laughs> what is going on in this country? It's a little so different, So freaked right? out. A little different, a little different. I know England well, a little yeah. different, but beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So what about Easter? Is like, I guess now in your house, Yeah. But also maybe growing up, like your family of origin, you know, the way you did things. Was Easter a big deal? Um, is Easter a big deal? Tell me about that. Yeah, so, you know, we are both from um, 
our, both of our, we are both preachers' kids. Uh, <laughs> oh, you as well. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so we are both preachers' kids. So we will have, you know, of course, different experiences, yeah. uh, but kind of similar experiences as well when it comes to Easter. Um, in Ghana, like, we, Easter is a pretty big deal. It was, you know, interesting to, you know, even when you made the analogy about your crickets yeah. <laughs> and it was like people don't care about it yeah. here in the U.S. It's quite different, like in Ghana, right, when it comes to Easter. Um, and we do a lot of, a series of, you know, celebrations towards the actual day. Yeah. And, you know, um, among all the beliefs and all the religions around the world, there's none of them in which the, you know, the icon of that religion, you know, voluntarily hmm. died. Yeah. <laughs> and also resurrected. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so unique. It's so unique. And throughout the scripture, um, God has shown power over dead from, hmm. you know, mm-hmm. Elijah, like, so, so, you know, um, the prophet prophesying for dry bones to mm-hmm. come up. So, there's the pulse, death has no power. Yeah. And it's shown throughout, over and over throughout the Old and the New Testament, Jesus mm-hmm. raising up, yeah. um, you know, you know, the, you know, people from the dead. And so, we, you know, um, the first really, um, you know, uh, the first celebration, the first really point when it comes to Easter for us, it's just the time leading into like Palm Sunday, right? Yes. Mm. Um, Palm Sunday is the, you know, during Palm Sunday, we all, you know, we, we show up to church with a palm tree. Right. <laughs> right? <laughs> you go get a palm tree, a, a, a yeah. branch. In something. England, it's like a little reed, uh, like yeah. shaped. Uh, yeah. Because, yeah, where are we going to get a palm from? But in Ghana, yeah, you got some tropical plants. You yeah. can do it. That's amazing. So we show up with palm. You know, people decorate their palm um, branches. It's just, you know, kids are excited about, you know, looking for their palm and yeah. making it, um, you know, and then just excited to meet Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, we decorate it with flowers. Oh, that's and, so cool. Yeah, and then we bring it to church, yeah. right? Um, and then, you know, so we celebrate the Palm Sunday really well. Um, That's, it, it makes me think of like Christmas, like here, you know, oh yeah, let's all go out, find the Christmas tree, cut it down, decorate it. Exactly. And it's, it creates excitement, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. And it, it yeah. I don't know, it, it locks you in on a bit of like why you're doing what you're doing. Yeah. So yeah. to have the palms and all of the activity around it not just i don't know it's not just you come to church and someone hand you a bit of a palm no but actually you're really (laughs) involved doing something yes so we don't cut down christmas trees during christmas but (laughs) we actually look for palm palm branches (laughs) (laughs) for palm sunday (laughs) so cool um yeah and then on good you know and of course on good uh, you know that you know good friday um is you know, when we celebrate the, yep. the death of Jesus, um, we actually go to church twice on Good Friday. Right? Oh, interesting. Uh, so what's that? It's like, are they uh, a different sort of service? Y- yes. Okay. So we have like, an you know, the regular morning service um, to, you know, kind of like celebrate the, you know, Last Supper or okay. just the, the events leading yes. to yes. the death of Jesus. And then in the... Uh, after we come home and then we go back in the afternoon with, 
you know, kind of like you know, funeral clothes, right? Yeah. Um, mm. To mm. go mourn yeah. um, the death of Jesus, right? So, and then, but the exciting part is that we know our, you know, our Savior will, will be dead, right? Yeah. Like, so... On but you're really, you're kind of living through the story. We live through the story. Right? Yes. Yeah, because I uh, i don't think in England either, um, normally Good Friday is, is just about the death of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. to have the mourning that's mm-hmm. actually thinking about Gethsemane and the Last mm-hmm. Supper and some of those things, that helps you inhabit yeah. how the disciples went through this change yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. during that day, yeah. you know, yeah. to really... Yeah get involved in mm-hmm. the story yes. of that that's awesome and then um and then and on the on easter morning we wake up very early yeah right just to mm-hmm. you know um like we go into the tomb right so we okay. wake up very early yeah to and then um we all form a long line in front of the church and then everybody will have a you know a staff or you know a stake okay. like a hiking st- steak or okay. stuff yeah, yeah. and then we walk through the city center mm. proclaiming that mm. our lord is risen that's mm. awesome and so we walk you know other churches do the same thing yeah. so it's it's pretty it's celebrated um and we sing songs of praise and proclaim that our lord is risen yeah from the dead um and you know you know just like we talk you talking about the cricket and nobody hears but the Thing is that somebody does hear about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. It makes people uh, think. Yeah. I, I mean, it's like the next bit of the story, right? Yeah. When oh, yeah. they're in the upper room and the Holy Spirit comes down, and mm. everyone's like, "There, they might not know exactly what's going on, but they were sure asking some questions, Absolutely. like what's going on, what's going you on? know? Yeah. yeah, you know, you know, God knows how many people Google cricket or yeah. <laughs> rugby. <laughs> so, so it's it's kind of the same thing, right? You singing and proclaiming, yeah, um, victory over death and yeah. you know your savior. Mm-hmm. Um, also, it, it, you don't know how many people heard that from their rooms, mm-hmm. right? Um, and you know, ask the question like, who is the savior? Yeah. Right? What's um, uh, what's going on here yeah yeah that's really cool <laughs> right so yeah. and what about i mean when you're a preacher's kid sometimes you don't get to do what other families do because you're a little extra busy with church stuff on those days but did you guys like uh what did you do as a family between the two services on good friday or did you do like any special meals or activities during that sort of week between Palm Sunday and Easter Sunday? Yeah, so with most of the activities actually, is the real celebration is done on the Monday. So, okay. the, mm. you know, we, of course, after Sunday morning, we go back to church and in, in, in celebrate. Yeah. And after church, you know, um, we have meals yeah. to celebrate, the, you know, Easter. Um, and then on the Monday, Monday is actually a national holiday. Right, we call it same Easter, in England. Easter, Easter Monday, Monday. yeah. Mm, mm. um, I miss that. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, there's no Easter Monday here. Yeah. Um, and Easter Monday is when everybody shows up. Like you know, the beaches get full. Mm. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> it was just a good holiday. It's, it's kind of like in England Easter Monday, not yeah. so much with the beaches. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> too cold. Oh yeah, in Ghana, yeah, the beaches and. Um, 
you know, a lot of celebration um, oh, cool. on, on that day. Yeah. Um, it's, and for it to be a national holiday, is, yeah. it's, it's a big deal. And do people, like with the meals and things, are there special foods that people tend to eat on, on Easter, things like that? Yeah so, yeah, so we have, you know, a couple of special meals that we, we do, you know, um, for, depending on the family, but I think mostly, like, you know, um, we have jollof rice okay. um, and then goat soup, yeah. <laughs> mm, mm. you know, and, you know um, fried rice, like, you know, it's yeah. just, you know, good, good meal. Like fun, fun celebration <laughs> fun food. Fun celebration food. Yeah. But it kind of elevates the day as yeah. like, this day is special compared to the other days, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 Like it, like in England, because we, eat a lot more lamb yes so it's, you know but yeah a lot of people will have lamb on yes. easter sunday because of the connection mm-hmm. with easter and passover so that's a common one we have yeah yeah so goat and lamb yeah. is something that oh, that's we, cool we eat so what what about you Zalicia? so you know as we um, Tell us the story of Easter in, oh my goodness. in Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, growing up in church. So first of all, I think about the, the fabric store. Han- was it Hancock Fabrics? Because my mother is very industrious. She's a, a, an educator, retired principal. But mommy was always very, very innovative, creative. And she okay. made our dresses. Okay. So during Easter time, it was always the buzz. There was a bit of vanity and commercialism in, in our community <laughs> in terms of what are we wearing for Easter? Okay. Right? So there was yeah. a lot of energy so I can remember my sisters and I like picking out the fabric and the lace and picking out the 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 pattern of dresses that we would want and mama would start you know weeks out you know prepping us and getting us ready for Easter now that as well was coupled with I was really involved in Sunday school so I can remember my earlier years of getting the little strip with one or two lines which was going to be my Easter speech Okay. For the Sunday school. Okay. And progressively as I got older, this one or two lines became a couple of sentences, became a script, became a part in a play, became, okay. right? So I think about that level of involvement and engagement as we prepped for the Easter play. Mm-hmm. Um, also, as I was involved in the music department of the church, singing mm-hmm. or playing on keys, you know, uh, did prepping you, did for. Did you guys do like special music for Easter or like anything oh, think, out of the ordinary? Yeah, well, for the Easter cantata or yeah. maybe so mm-hmm. the morning service, right? You would have some playlet, you would have some time mm-hmm. dedicated to mm-hmm. commemorating, you know, Easter in this very intentional way, the scriptural reading, the responsive mm-hmm. reading, maybe some changing in the regular program. And then you'd come back in the evening Yeah. for. <laughs> whether it was an Easter concert or mm-hmm. the play. And yeah, at that moment, in those moments, you would have this special kind of repertoire of music that would be done. You know, and in my mind, I'm thinking, you know, Because He Lives, which is right, a, a classic, but yeah. this intentional rhythm around Because He Lives or, yeah. you know, Victory in Jesus, a lot of the hymns that yeah. we would resurrect. One of my favorite time. hymns, uh, Thine Be the Glory. To Thine Be the Glory, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Come on, like come we, on. Yeah, we don't sing some of those old ones. I mean, They're so it, rich in theology around Easter. Yeah. Very rich yeah. in theology. They're, they're, you know? they're, they're the equivalent, a lot of those. Like we 
we know with Christmas, Christmas carols. Yeah. Theologically rich, emotive, yeah. wonderful mm-hmm. music. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, Easter has its own musical traditions. It has its own repertoire. All the way back to like Bach, St. Matthew's Passion, or, yes. you know, it's like yes. hundreds of years. Yes, so, hundreds of yeah. years, right? And, you know, I'm thinking even now of the deacons one year. Wow, I was probably in my maybe early teens, if then, you know, coming together, trying to figure out how we're, they were going to, you know, get this cross constructed okay. and how we were going to get the the lad who was playing Jesus at that time to hang from the cross. And okay. were we going to use blood <laughs> or ketchup? <laughs> blood is, would it be face paint? Would it be ketchup? Would it be, you know, and, um, but those were the opportunities for us to participate. Yeah, mm-hmm. and some of those projects are really, it's not just like, oh, at home we're making a dress. Absolutely. But then it's like together with people in your community together. you're doing stuff. Even when we were, you know, thinking of that morning space mm-hmm. and creating costumes for mm-hmm. one of the concerts one year and getting those cries just mm-hmm. right, the sound of the pain, the sound of that mourn, what would that look like? Yeah. You know, what would the color, the colors of the costumes and the fabrics and how do we create this space where people could really participate in that, you know, and, and not in a a condescending trite, not for Oscar award winning performances, but creating moments that were very authentic and very true to what happened. It's a make you think thing again. Absolutely. 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 That's one of the things I love, like listening to music from hundreds of years ago, like, portrayals of the passion or mm-hmm. the Mary song, the Magnificat or things like that is so often they're coming at it with a different perspective. Absolutely. But it's really interesting Absolutely. to see what they're reading the same scriptures and Absolutely. then sometimes they see something we haven't seen yet or haven't appreciated and they're trying to draw you into it with the music. Absolutely. So I, I love the, the way creativity can do that so often. And then making sure that that, that music was at a space and in, in, in a range that everyone had access, mm-hmm. right? Everyone could join a line. Everyone could join a cadence. Everyone yeah. could, mm-hmm. you know, regardless of age, regardless of culture, background, mm-hmm. regard, how do we make this space accessible because at the end of the day it is the commemoration of the resurrection of our lord and savior jesus christ it is you know that space that is real and accessible where we can be vulnerable and realize that we need not only to celebrate this moment but he Mm -hmm. is no longer in that tomb that he is alive Mm -hmm. and what is my participation in this yeah his plan and his purpose. Yeah, it I even, so much out. I, you know, and I think about now, I, I did sit and question, where did the Easter egg hunts come from, right? Oh, yeah. And yes. like the Easter egg hunts. <laughs> I'm still asking that question. Um, so hopefully I'll find answers yeah. after this. Man, today. That is England. We are mad for a chocolate Easter egg. It like you is. wouldn't believe. You know, and we would have massive, I mean, they were really big, especially in our Sunday school, the Easter egg hunts. Yeah. And then our family would sometimes have these very village mm-hmm. Easter egg hunts. And I was reading one time where the goal was to, every time you'd find the um, an empty Easter egg, you were celebrating that the cross, I mean, okay. that 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 he's no longer, oh, you know, buried. Yeah, so moment. it's empty yeah. tomb. But the thing about it, you were really looking for the Easter egg that had the golden coin in yeah. it. So <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't want the, 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 the empty egg, but a bit of commercialism. Yeah. But I think at the end of the day, 
it was good fun, good family fun, community fun, church fun. If we're going to participate, I, I grew as I grew and mature. It is how do we frame these activities yeah. and, and framing them so important? It's framing isn't it? the activities like an Easter egg hunt, like like going and chopping down a Christmas tree, yeah. like that's yeah. not in the Bible. Yeah, but exactly. These <laughs> things they're not always anti-Christian. Exactly. Sometimes it's like oh, there's a thing going on in culture, and it's either being Christianized Absolutely. or people are trying to redeem it by saying, well, we're doing this thing. Let's see if we can join it up with the Christian story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there's so many creative like the opportunities. Egg, the empty egg? Yeah. It's reflective of the empty tomb. Come on now. But <laughs> I think it is context. Yeah. It is context. It is the framing. And, um, you know, as I think about our family, our immediate family, um, we celebrate. I think we live in a land where we, Every day is a celebration yeah. with the Finnakens, finding something to celebrate, um, something to just revel in as a family. We, you know, we'll come to church mm-hmm. and um, we'll enjoy the service. But again, going back and unlayering it with our family. Like, mm-hmm. what was the experience like for you today? What did you all do in youth ministry? And yeah. even having our own kind of very intimate family conversation. Mm-hmm. Um in a reflective manner, yeah. inviting our kids, you know, yeah. and and we don't do as much shopping and <laughs> making sure that our boys have the new three piece suits on. But <laughs> if they were growing up with me, it would have been three piece suits, patent Special leather clothes. shoes. Oh yeah. man, I, I have friends in York from Ghana and Nigeria. Oh yeah, and like oh yeah, color and creativity, and meaning of clothing. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's like yeah, there's a whole. It's a culture, yes. Of, of there that, that we don't have. Oh yeah, we. It was a big deal. Oh, we may have to go shopping this year now. That <laughs> we may have to. What about uh, for you guys personally? So, like an example for me is, I discovered at some point a sort of richness when I was reading the book of Ruth, which is about kind of redemption of things at Easter time. I was like, oh, I'll do that again. So now I try to read Ruth every Easter. Do you guys have any like things you do that you found like, oh, yeah, every Easter I love to do this. Maybe like a way to pray or something you talk about or something you go do or read. Yeah, all these sorts of things. You know, I'm listening for maybe music. Okay. Right. How are we telling the story in a way that respects respects what is true what is authentic what is scriptural Mm -hmm. but how are we telling the story in the time how are we making it again accessible Mm -hmm. how are we not compromising when we contextualize and when I say contextualize how are we responsive to the now time but at the same time always elevate you know, biblical times. Yeah. We're still in biblical yeah. times, right? Because that's we're the challenge. We're not, we're not celebrating something that affected 2,000 years ago. Come on. We're celebrating something that affects here and now. Right, right. But yeah, there's a work, there's a translation between the two contexts. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And at the end of the day, how do we invite the participation? Mm-hmm. Where is the invitation after we have commemorated and sang mm-hmm. the songs? How have we st- offered this narrative, this story, this mm-hmm. moment, this season? How have we offered it as a place that um, could be a catalyst for change and resurrection yeah. in our own lives? So yeah. I'm thinking about what in Silesia's life yeah. needs to be buried, what needs to die, and we're dying mm-hmm. daily. 
And how do I lean into the story of the cross for that newness, yeah. right? Every day. I mean, that's that verse. I mean, all the things you're saying are true, and they're making me think of take up your cross daily. Daily. Mm-hmm. Right? So it is. It's daily. There's a. F- the, yeah, this isn't even a once an Easter thing. Yeah. <laughs> this is an everyday it's thing. I know. Um, a couple of years ago, yeah, you did a song called um, was Still Rolling Stones. Oh, Rolling Stones, yeah. And um, it's that's, it keeps on, I, you know, it just keeps on playing in my head, you know. Yeah. Um, and yeah. and I, I don't want to wait for Easter to listen to that song again because... Yeah. You know, the Lord is still rolling stones. Yeah, amen. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in you know, no matter the situation, um, hmm. he you know he he wrote a stone for somebody today. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Always right. creating freedom. Come on, always creating yeah. freedom. So yeah, yeah, that's still amazing. rolling yeah. stones. He's still rolling stones. Yeah, opening doors, opening spaces where. The enemy thinks that we've been captivated and incarcerated, yeah. and he creates liberty yeah. Yeah. and resurrection. Well, yeah. and that's the thing, because like getting the story in front of us clearer, more in focus, it's pushing back on the story that is being pushed mm-hmm. by the kingdom of darkness all the yeah. time that we are, you know, not free. Oh yeah, you know, uh, yeah. Oh, all, yeah, all the rest. It is. It's not. It's not like we're a blank slate and decide what story to tell, mm-hmm. but actually, it's counterformational the story of Easter. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely, it. it is. I mean, it is, it is powerful. And you know, I, I we often talk about the the counter narrative is this is the narrative, yeah, right. This is the story, and as you, I'm just co-signing. Everything else is the counter narrative. Yeah, Everything else ones. is in conflict with the truth of what happened at Calvary, the truth that, you know, Jesus died because he loves you and me and my husband and, and he loves the work that he started in each of us. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and he's finishing it. Even as we speak right now, like I'm getting goosies thinking about the fact that he's perfecting me. I'm not perfect in myself, not, yeah. but he is perfecting me to but do this larger that, work. That's promised. Mm-hmm. Oh, come on. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And I get to participate in that. Mm-hmm. I get to participate in that with privilege. Yeah. And, and that's one of the interesting things. Like it's come up a few times actually. You talked about it with like walking the streets in yeah. Ghana. Mm-hmm. You talked about it a few times like doing things in a way that creates participation, but there's something about celebration. Yeah. I and I think about this like um, you know, it's your first time in the U.S. and someone invites you to a Super Bowl party and mm-hmm. you've never watched football before. Yep. <laughs> but it's an invitation to start being a football fan, right? Mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And it, that's a similar thing. Like Easter, it's an invitation to like discover Jesus for the first time. Mm-hmm. But uh-huh. it's also sometimes, even if we know Jesus, it creates a moment of intentionality that's an invitation to like level up with Jesus oh, yeah. as well. Oh, yeah. And that's something that's so... Because I've heard people, I don't know, I, I have heard people like, oh, you yeah, know, why do we make such a big deal of Easter? Like, shouldn't we celebrate Jesus every day? Yeah. I get what you mean. But, like, God actually, throughout the Bible, told his people, like, hey, every year you're going to do this. Every year you're going to do this. Like, these mm-hmm. are important things, and we're going to, like, create some focal points for them right, right. to I be affected by them. Well, we can get caught up in every day, right, with yeah. living. So we need these intentional moments that we remind each other 
in mm-hmm. community. We have these reflective spaces that we lean into that we celebrate. You got to have a celebrity. You got to have some celebrity dumb to celebrate. And yeah. he is the celebrity, cool. right? He that. is he is walking the red carpet, mm-hmm. right? And in this moment, the red carpet is the blood that he shed for us, right? Yeah. And and we get to reflect on that and be vulnerable and bow down to that in a very intentional way. And, you know, I think that is, you know, one of the, the spaces that I'm walking through in my own life is intentionality. Mm-hmm. And so these moments are about intentionality and learning more than I knew in my previous spaces of celebration because there are always parts of the story that yeah. yeah, we know the facts. We know those those big big topics and the big mm-hmm. themes and the thesis of the story. But wow, it's powerful when you can re- when the yeah. detail pricks you. Yeah, right. I think that's why Easter and Christmas especially deserve the the t- time that's like more than a day. Absolutely, right? Because you're coming back to something familiar. Right. But we'll always, especially around the incarnation and the cross and the resurrection, yeah. Yeah. we're going to be profoundly learning how much more there is. It, and <laughs> so to allow yeah. space for that is so cool. Yeah, like you said today, right? That's the hallmark. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Right? Um, without Easter, you know, what grounds do we have as mm-hmm. Christians? Hmm. Well, that's what Paul said, right? Mm-hmm. If we if the resurrection is not real, we are Come on. all men most to be pitied. Yes, we are. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And and we get to celebrate because it is real. Yeah. <laughs> there is no space for pity. And that you lean into that victory. That mm-hmm. victory walk. We used to sing a song, Victory Walk. And and it was a pretty cool. Everybody had this real this this swag walk. It was yeah. the victory walk, but on the other side of of resurrection and yeah. realizing the ascension and realizing that you know Jesus is 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 sitting in all power yeah right in all in full glory a resurrected king um just the 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 infinite glory and majesty that we get to partake in yeah right and so that's the hope so these moments I, I think we have this space where we're celebrating the, the, the big holiday, the big mm-hmm. Easter. And it may take a little while for us to really understand this is about me and him. Yeah. This is about my relationship. This mm-hmm. is really about my walk. I, I don't want to get caught up in the big story of it all without having these moments for personal reflection. And what does this mean for my life in this season? Yeah. Which might mean something different than it meant for me last year. Yeah. Right. Definitely. Right. You've changed circumstances, the questions you're asking, all the stuff that changes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's quite a lot of chat. So I hope <laughs> I hope that gets if you listen, I hope that gets your juices flowing. <laughs> to think about like, oh yeah, for me or my family or my community, my friends, you know, yeah. other ways to create more of a red carpet moment. Yeah. this Easter I love that yeah. image like go join on the red carpet you know and, uh, and I do a lot I will say this I, I I support as we talk about and this is a plug for what I do professionally mental health mm-hmm. and I'm thinking about the song because he lives mm-hmm. and life is worth the living yeah just because he lives, you know, and, and I think about that when we come to the end of ourselves mm-hmm. and we're in those spaces of, of mental distress, mm-hmm. right? That hope. hope, yes, the hope, 
right? The hope of glory. Life is worth the living because he lives. Yeah. And, and and that for me is is the takeaway every day is worth the living because yeah. he lives. Because yeah. he lives. And I live in him. Yeah. And so it's like the it's like the red flare that goes up when you're lost Absolutely. in the desert. And then all of a sudden <laughs> there's something to be oriented to. Come on. Right? Come on. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for listening. Thank you, you guys, for talking and sharing. And well, enjoy Easter. We'll catch you again. God bless. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.